When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And later on the show, we'll be talking to all things love and hip hop with our girl, the beautiful body girl, Miss Bambi. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. What's up, Al? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, Claudia? I'm coming to you this... Oh, let's go to Funky first. Thank you very much. What's up, Funky? Hello. The bitch probably coming to us for one of his 2,000 jobs no. <laughs> in, in Dubai somewhere. Hey, soulmates. Let me tell y'all what the hell going on, soulmates. I was in my bed. I was feeling all good. And I forgot I had to come to this damn job tonight. So I had did a little piece of edible and it just started to kick in. And I decided I had to, uh, some friends over. You know, y'all know I don't keep liquor at my house, but they left some Tito's over here. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not unlocking my better self tonight. I don't know where my better self at or where it's gonna be, but this is what I'm on tonight. Well, the better self thing was a facade. This is the real you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're back. All right, so you're drinking, uh, Al. You drinking champagne? What are we doing? Oh no, you know I I I don't have my buttery chardonnay because I I am here. Um, in San Francisco at the Google campus, uh, the Bayview campus, which is in San Francisco. I want to give a shout out to Larry Green, who is head of health and performance partnerships. He's a lead. And I was on a panel today. I'm trying to get my uh, money up like you and Funky, because you guys are always being booked. So I'm trying to develop a thought leadership series with Google. So no alcohol today, unfortunately. Al, are you still doing the auctioneer stuff? Are you going to be doing any auction anytime soon? Because I want to Yes, yes. And I, I have a website that we will be launching at the top of the year, me and my business partner. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And of course, Claudia and Funky, you know I got to hire the two of you guys to come help me sell some items and give you a little commission. Uh-uh, Al, because we already know you, 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 hell, you and Claudia above, y'all working girls. Claudia stay on the flight <laughs> somewhere to some foreign location. You ain't finna money, right? You ain't finna sex traffic me, bitch. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> they try to sell my twist, not me, girl. Mm-mm. I know you get your, yours is the quality is low. You, you give yours away. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm still out here in Vegas. I went to the Usher show last night. Finally, I've been wanting to go for a long time. It was so dope. I got to say this, people who think they want a residency, uh, other artists out there, you better go see his show. And if you're not like anywhere near that level, don't even think about it because that man has set the bar so high. So didn't he have his shirt off last night, Claudia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has a shirt off. Um, body looked good. He he just has a lot of energy. Like that show is amazing. And um, I didn't get my soul snatched by him. They just put the camera on me and I was dancing like a total white girl. Uh, you know, I wasn't drunk enough where I could get the little, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know. Shout out to my girl, Sabrina Hutton, for hooking that up. She definitely, like, always provides dope experiences. So it was oh, really? fun. I got my money back at the tables. And then I went back today and I, I made a little um, donation back. But I, I, I got a few more hours before I leave here tonight. Really then, quickly, Claudia, before we move on, speaking of residency, and like you said, are people being healthy? They just announced that new edition mm-hmm. is going to have a residency, y'all. But I'm concerned about our boy Bobby Brown. Like, Bobby going to have to get on that treadmill and get some of that weight off because when he be doing his pot of berets and stuff, he be out of, <laughs> out of breath. And Bobby, just, you know, they need to give him a seat, you know, just put a little seat up there for him to sit down <laughs> in. Like, like when you go see uh, Patty now, she just has like a little seat near the piano. That that um, I think that residency is real short though, right? Isn't it like a really like six? It's like not a long residency, so maybe he can power through. Because Bobby used to get in right with my right. Bro, he used to be so limber and yeah. Bobby like listen with his dark liquor. Listen, 
I don't put up all my work in my twenties. <laughs> all right, Christopher Live Love Livesey, which I love him. He is so funny online. He said, "Baby, y'all stay matching. It's giving salt and pepper." <laughs> um, and that girl said, "I need a job like this where I'm encouraged to show up high like you." <laughs> and Donna B said, "Edibles and Tito's. Oh, it's going to be lit tonight with Funky." So, yeah. all right. Okay, well, let's before we start our show, let's give a friendly reminder to our soulmates. Next Monday, November 13th, TJF will be filming in studio in Houston, Texas. All right. Um, people have been asking me if they can come sit in the studio audience. I'm not sure if that's a thing yet. We'll give you guys these. I don't think so, but we'll let you know. But you still can come meet us. On top of, uh, to add to that excitement, we're going to be uh, playing an in-studio game of the hot seat. So if you're a soulmate and you are based in Houston, Texas, please send your name, photo, and what makes you a super fan to TGIF at foxhole.tv. That's TGIF at foxhole.tv. And don't forget, okay, I got word. There is no studio audience on this one because, you know, we don't need y'all to see. We, we Let us do our thing for this first one. But you can still meet us in Houston, all right? Don't forget, we are hosting our first meet and greet uh, live in Houston on Monday, November 13th. That's at Prospect Park. At 7 p.m., Prospect Park, that's 3100 Fountain View Drive in Houston, Texas. So pull up, grab a drink and a photo with your favorite hosts, and we are going to have a good time. All right. Now, Cardi, before you get to the show real quick, it's very important, right, that our fans on Monday and Tuesday when we're live in the studio to watch us and hit that like button because we're trying to get to that studio full time. But we need your help, soulmates. We need your help. And it's your like. It's your like. Uh, our likes on these two shows that are live that can take us there. Right. Let's get to the show. We have a Hollywood breakup alert. Okay, I thought we were going to sound effect. All right, Lori Harvey and actor Damson Idris announced in a joint statement that they are officially splitting up. The couple told The Hollywood Reporter in a joint statement, <laughs> we are at a point in our lives where our individual paths uh, require our full attention and dedication. We part ways, remaining friends with nothing but love and respect for each other and the time we share together. Does this breakup surprise you? Let's go to your first cube. Our lives need individual attention. Child, please, next week her ass to be down to the blogs, hugged up with somebody else. I'm going to tell you what the hell going on. His lease was up, okay? And he didn't want to renew it. That's what it is. His lease was up, and he turned that vehicle back into the dealership, and they finna release it to somebody else. And don't get it twisted. I am not calling Lori Harvey a whore by any means, and necessary, by any stretch of the imagination. What I am calling her is a PR vessel that men are able to go to an agency and lease out to get quality PR when they want to appear like they got the girl about town. And I'm sorry, while I don't know the ins and outs of these people relationship, I am willing to bet they ain't never hunched. I'm willing to bet they ain't never slept at the same house together. I am willing to bet the arrangement stipulated that he picked her up. They took pictures and he dropped her ass back off at home. He had an option to renew. Remember, we thought they broke up the last time. He renewed the option then. I guess it's in three month cycles. And this go around, either he felt like he got his money's worth at its full potential or he did not get his money's worth. And he chose not to renew and give the car back to the dealership. So she'll now I'll be Felice for the next person who needs some positive PR or look like they're that dude in Hollywood. Let's just stick around and see who will it be next. Okay, Al, what do you think? You know, whether she's a sex worker or just a contract girlfriend, I don't like any of this. Lori Harvey, you're beautiful. You can be a socialite. And the problem here is your celebrity is contingent on the man that you're dating. And that's not cool. You've got to turn this. You've got to pivot this because your dating roster needs to turn into a brand for you. So I know you have a fashion line, but we don't know about it. We talk about who you're dating and what man you on the carpet with. We need to be talking about your products. We need to talk about a dating app that you should start. You should start a forum for how to pull a celebrity man or something. You need for your register to be ringing at this point. Listen, you've gone through Future Diddy, Quincy, Michael B. Jordan, and now this young man, uh, Damson Idris. 
you just have way too much more to offer everybody in entertainment and you're not capitalizing on it. And it's for that case right there that I'm getting tired of this because now you're just looking like you're being shuffled around and what is your value in that? And you're way more than this. Please, 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 Lori Harvey, please, please do better. Well, I'm going to take a different approach um, for sake of our discussion. And actually, I feel this way. Man, celebrity is a... a really is because in your 20s and 30s um most people date and they date several people and they have bodies and they just don't have the uh the attention of all these eyeballs on them and i bet you the average person has had way more people than she has but we know about these people right so it makes it worse and i think it's kind of messed up because on one hand i never really did feel that like the thing between them right i never saw like the sparks but that ain't really my thing right i mean maybe they did maybe they didn't people could say that about some of my relationships but um imagine like every time you date someone and it doesn't work out which 99 percent of relationships don't right that's why most of us are single people say you was a whore you were rented out it's kind of messed up like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't so i don't know if it helped his stock i still don't know much more about this guy i don't really care i still don't care about him do you do y'all care about him? Not really, but Claudia, to your point, that's why, and I don't understand why people are so quick to run the social media with their relationship, especially when you are a celebrity. Yeah. We public people, we give so much of ourselves to the public. You don't want to keep just a little something for yourself. Right. And um, I've had to learn that the hard way myself. And then, you know, and let people say they can say whatever. Oh, you can't get someone. You're, you don't have them. say what you want. You will know what I want to show y'all. And that's it. I went on the show, put my whole stuff out there. You get you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So I'm going to just do it the way that makes me feel less stress. When but you I, don't put it out there, though, you get to take your L's in private. And that's the thing. And people love seeing people getting broken up with and, and say you can't keep a whatever. It's like you don't let me tell you why we really broke up. Anyways, Lori, good luck. And Damson, good luck to you as well. I just I don't I thought the joint statement was a bit over the top. Like we don't like they were married. Don't we remember? Don't we remember the Michael B. Jordan statement? <laughs> These oh, people are good at writing some good statements about a breakup, baby. It feels like a sequel to a movie or something. I wish I would do a joint statement to let y'all know about my business. Uh, don't worry about it. You don't see him on Instagram no more. That's all you need to know. All right, y'all, it doesn't uh, sound like young Jeezy will be running back to Jeannie Mai anytime soon. Jeezy released an exclusive one-on-one -on -one conversation with Nia Long, and they discussed past traumas and relationships. Jeezy talked about his divorce with Jeannie Mai, Mai and said he was hurt and disappointed. He said they tried getting therapy, but it wasn't enough to save the marriage. I really want to know why they broke up now. Look, we just talked about this now. Now I'm like, I want to be in that business. All right, what do you think about Jeezy's comments and his conversations with Nia? And people were online saying they saw it for Nia and Jeezy. Like, they was like, do we feel chemistry here? Al, did you see the interview? What do you think? Do you think- uh, I definitely saw the interview. That was an interesting interview, interesting style. Um, I thought that he definitely felt comfortable with her. Uh, we definitely saw that. Um, but maybe because she's gone through something public, he's gone through something public. But let me tell you something. The streets are saying that both of them just wanted a mixed child. That's what I'm reading all up and down the comments. And that's just me being a little below the belt. But this relationship reminds me of some I dream of Jeannie type of stuff. You blink, she's dating Jeezy. She blinked, you blink, you blinked, she was marrying Jeezy. You blink, she was having a baby with Jeezy. You blink, and now she's divorcing Jeezy. I never felt like that this was, was, was cultivated and was real in a sense. So I'm not that surprised that something wasn't comfortable and they both just threw their hands up and said, I'm out. But I did learn a lot about him in that interview. So I thought from a tactical standpoint, from a PR standpoint, I definitely have a totally different respect for this man, um, his vulnerability, his life skills, what he had to uh, get over as it relates to love, what he had to get over as it relates to his relationship with his mother. Oh my God, that conversation was deep. And then also his failure at his present marriage. You know what I kind of don't like though, Al? Like with him, it's like, oh, it's just so amazing what, what we learned about him. And she's been so villainized in this relationship and we yeah. don't really know who did what, but everyone seems right. to be really angry at Jeannie. And right. I don't see her as a jerk. I don't think, I mean, that one comment was trash though. The dark meat on the side, we don't like that. 
but we've all been guilty of saying something. I mean, that, she definitely, that was wrong. Q, what do you think about this? And like, you know, he's going to come out squeaky clean and get, he's going to get a new girl really easily. Yeah. It's like uninvited to the cookout for most of, for a lot of people. Well, you know, the thing about it is, Claudia, you know, Jeezy is ours. You know, when we look at Jeezy, we see our brother, our cousin, our uncle. We don't know that Chinese lady. OK, and we don't know no Chinese ladies except for the ones. And this is going to sound very ignorant and I'm not trying to be racist or stereotypical, but the only Chinese ladies we know is the ones who take our order down to the Beijing Cafe. Or, you know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. I'm going to say something else that may register a tad big ignorant, but there's a lot of truth to it. Jeezy is a down south black Negro, black like this and not like this. OK. And she, you know, is for all sense and purposes, uh, intents and purposes, first generation, you know, Asian. Not to say that cross culturally, People can't work and fall in love, but child, please. What 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 was the dope boy and the Beverly Hills Asian girl really gonna do in the long term? Jeezy <laughs> like big booty, cornbread eating, collard green cooking, red Kool Aid drinking, sisters. All right, I think Jeezy took his shot at the whole let me go get the white woman or white adjacent woman for social currency and elevation mm -hmm. thing that all black men in sports and, and not all but some black men in sports attempt to do I think he went and did that with Jeannie Ma and unfortunately he married her and had a baby when he probably should have just kept her in the girlfriend fling box Cheryl La Tulip said what about all the other baby mamas Jeannie can do better. Any man who abandons their baby mamas is not marriage material. Oh, I guess that's a shot of Jeezy. Well, he chose to marry her, fellas. He we like her not too. To marry like, the mother he, black women. He chose to marry her. Yeah, I you know, I feel kind of bad because I mean, I do like her. We don't I, dislike her. Jeannie's cool. Right. She's cool. She's fun. Like, she's a great time. I see what he was attracted to, but maybe you're right. He, uh, Q or Claudia, maybe he wasn't thinking long term. And then when he got in it, he was like, whoo, wait a minute. Then her mama moved. Oh, you know, I got the SIT, bitch, because I yeah, know people would know her. Her mama, it wasn't just the mama moved in the house, bitch. The brother moved in there, too. Oh, well, that's too much right there. I would have left. I would have been. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes things are different and exciting at first. You'd be like, oh, this is amazing. This is different than anything I've had. So you jump the gun. And then after you're in it, you're like, oh, the day to day is like. Okay, it was fun at yeah. first when the novelty wears off. You know, who knows? All right, coming up next, we are catching up with Bambi from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And later, we find out the craziest and latest news coming out of Florida. So, you know, it's going to be crazy. So, hit that like button. We'll be right back. Stay Welcome back to TGIF. Get ready to hit that like button some more because tonight we are joined by TV personality, music art artist, author, and the star of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Bambi. Hey, Bambi girl, how you doing? Hey, Claudia. How are you? You look so pretty, beautiful. You Thank you. Good. You too, as usual. Did, are, are you joining us with drinks tonight? Did you grab yourself a little something to drink? Or are you? Well, you know what I did, but um, it's gone now. <laughs> You're gonna fit right in. You're gonna fit right in, man. So what I'm hearing is one problem. I'm hearing you, you, you good and loosened up then. Good. Well, with that being said, let's let's get right into it. We don't need to like you know pry this up. Let's jump right in, Bambi. You you've been we've been watching your story since you know you started on um, Basketball Wives LA and then Love and Hip Hop Atlanta as a veteran reality star. You know. I know that world is wild, but what has the reality experience been like for you? You know, it's it's been crazy to say the least, but um, it's been a little difficult in just having that natural like growth in life and people still looking at you um, as the same person you were like 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's been the difficult, the most difficult part, I think. And probably all the criticism. It's like uh, y'all are allowed to grow, but why can't I? Why can't I? It's like, exactly. but, but you know, everybody in the comments is always perfect. You know that, right? They're all, they're all. Perfect. They don't. Do oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm talking about squeaky clean, mm -hmm. no flaws. 
You know, the most gorgeous, beautiful people with the most amazing wigs and makeup. Like, you know, they don't do no wrong. They don't get broken up with. Their relationships are all, everything. It's Exactly. We can talk about that all day, but we're going to move on. So most of your love life, you know, speaking of that, has been played out on screen with your marriage. And now you're Mm -hmm. divorced with Lil Scrappy, which I know that had to be difficult. What's the biggest misconceptions about, you know, your relationship with him? Like, what, what drives you nuts when people say... Bambi and Scrappy or Bambi, dot, dot, dot. There are so many, to be honest, but um, I think the thing for me is people who always, like, just assume, or not even assume, they just believe that I was dating him when he was with his baby mom. Like that, that's like the one thing that drives me crazy. Cause they were like, well, you were with him. Like he was cheating on her with you. And for me, I'm just like, that's, that's the one that gets me all the time. So Bambi, speaking of your relationship with, Sca- with Scrappy, you know, we've seen it. You guys has yeah. kind of been tumultuous on TV. Um, how was the co-parenting situation since the divorce? Well, for me, it's actually quite easy. Um, you know, I'm very, I, I feel like I'm a great communicator. I can be very petty at times, but now I have children. So when my children come into play, like my feelings, my whatever I'm going through, it is on the back burner. I do everything and um, trying to make my kids' lives easier and to do the best possible things for them. So um, I, me co-parenting is I feel like I do a great job. You know, I tell him, hey, this is what's going on at school. This is what time they need to come get picked up. And that's it. And I keep it moving and going about my life. You be letting the kids go around Mama D house, tell the truth. No, because they didn't go around her house when we were married. So there's no reason for them to go to her house now. But Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, if she's at his house or something, then you know, she gets to see them. I've never like banned her from seeing the kids. Would you have an issue if she was to like watch them alone? Would that bother you? I think he would have an issue with that. So I don't even have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. He would so, allow it. Allow it. So you said earlier in the interview, you know, misconception was that, you know, people think that he was dating you while dating Erica. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now that you see him hanging out with Erica? Uh, You know, it just really taught me in life that people are so just not genuine because if I were to say some of the things he said about her or Diamond or anybody else, like it would sound like I was being messy, but he's had the worst things to say about the very people that he's around now. So it just taught me like a valuable lesson in life. Like people um, go into survival mode and people just, you know, do whatever they can when they're scrambling you know what i'm saying so um it doesn't really make me feel a way to be honest like i filed for divorce follow through with the divorce and after divorce people date you know people move on and do whatever they want to do so that's where we at with it i'm sure we can probably guess the answer to this but uh how is your relationship with mama d and it has anything changed No, I don't have a relationship with her and I don't think I ever will. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm okay with that. Now I'm gonna give you some tea, bitch, because you know I'm finna be messy on this thing. So last month I was getting off the airplane from Atlanta, coming to Miami and Mama D was in the airport in the subway line, getting ready to go to Atlanta. And I said, Mama D, this week, this after you had went to jail. And I said, Mama D, stop giving um, Bambi the business as I was walking on. And she said, I'm fucking diva. You don't know fucking diva. She don't went and put credit cards and scrappy name and don't went and got loans and scrappy name. Bambi, did you do fraud and scrappy name? Bambi couldn't even get on our joined lease. So it's impossible for me to ever even attempt to do anything like that. And that is insane. Like, and and this is not even to be shady. And I hate when she talks because her son always ends up catching a stray from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else will say something. And then when I defend myself, it's like, he always catches a stray. So, um, you know, absolutely not. Like the whole time we were married and, living together um i don't his name wasn't even on a bill so Mm. a credit Mm. card is truly a reach 
cool. <laughs> well, speaking of, I want to move on to some other drama. Uh, you know, on this season, we've seen a lot of drama going on with two of your friends. You went to jail with one of them. Uh, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> is the drama really? <laughs> I'm still traumatized about that. Come on, man. Don't well, well, hold on. Well, why are we on the topic of y'all going to jail? What y'all went to jail for, baby? Why y'all was, go to jail? It was, it was an absolute disaster. It was extra. Like, some of these, like, security officers and, wait, security guards and police officers, like, they just do the most. And I feel like it was a true case of them doing the most that evening like we were literally in our own little bubble in our own world having fun erica and zell they was turned they were like play fighting in each other's face and a security came in from outside and just went crazy grabbed erica up and i'm sitting like across from where they were and once i saw what was going on the commotion i kind of went to go and see what was going on and then my instincts just kicked in completely when I saw Zell being like pinned down by the police and I was just like you know I just in that moment I'm not gonna lie like it was very scary for me like we've seen like you know what police officers do to black men and like this man is like literally pinned down in the couch and I was just standing over him like just trying to make sure that he was going to be okay so um we all got locked up I wasn't doing nothing. I was just literally like there. Well, speaking of fraud, honey, before I get before I get you off the line, <laughs> Mama D said that you went down there and gave them people a fake name, and she said that you went to the hospital and gave them Medicaid. People said you didn't have no income while you was yes. on TV, so you would get the state to pay for your pay for your birth. What's the this tea? Is the, the crazy thing about all of this is that if any of that was true, I would who. First of all, who goes to the jail and can give a fake ID? Like, I would still be in jail. Like, IDs aren't the same anymore. You got to scan it. You got to, like, it, it's insane. And sometimes I'm like, where does she come up with some of this stuff at? Like, really, where is she put? Like, yeah, it, it's just, it's absolutely insane. And what about the Medicaid? You went to the hospital and told the people you didn't have no job, so you can get a free you know childbirth. Absolutely not. Like, come on, man. Like, I can't go anywhere and say I don't have a job. <laughs> Baby, I got a couple of questions for you. But let me tell you, this right. is my first time meeting you. And let me tell you something interesting about you, young lady. Your spirit of how you talk and what you say and how you say it is so damn convincing. I don't even know you, but I'm on your side now. I mean, well, and when, I, when I think about when I think about my experience in you right now, with all your real life drama, your TV drama, now I understand why you still are able to remain a fan favorite. And oh, wow. I, now I understand how, because I used to just look on the outside and be very judgmental of you. But I see why you're able to take your negatives and turn them into positives. Like, for instance, you're releasing a new children's book called Mommy, I Want to Do Home or something like that. Go home. Go home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. tell me more about your book? And yeah. what's the inspiration behind it? I don't care. I'm going to buy it now and give it to somebody. Oh, I appreciate that, that so much, Al. I, so much. I really do. Um, so this is the book right here. Um, and this is an illustration of me and my son or a mommy and a son. But when I was going through this situation, it was so difficult for me to try and explain like our new normal. Um, because my son, he was very attached to his dad. Like all he knew was both of us in the same household together since he was born and he was the oldest. And so um, he had a very tough time in the beginning. Um, he's like, I want to go home. I want to go home because he was referring to our old home, which we had moved oh, from. Mm -hmm. And so he thought his dad was still at the old house. And, you know, I had to explain to him like, no, daddy has a new house and we have a new house and you're going to go with your dad. And so um, as heartbreaking as it was, it was just, you know, I had to kind of like buckle down and be like, all right, well, let me let me figure out how to break this down to him um, so that it's, it's something exciting for him to be able to share his time between two homes. So that was the idea behind that. That That is cool, because I, the next thing I was going to ask you is like now you are a single mother, not a single mother, but you know what I'm saying? You're by yourself, yeah. of course, with three kids and 
your next step, how, how do you plan to balance motherhood with your personal life and now this extremely high public life? Because Bambi, you are a part of the culture. When we think about love and hip hop, when we think about reality TV, when we think about basketball wives, you are a name that no one can keep out of their mouth. Oh, wow. Well, I definitely appreciate that. Um, and as far as balancing it, um, you just got to take it one day at a time. And that's what I've been doing. And I feel like as long as I um, am not like coming from a bitter place or an angry place, uh, it, it makes things so much easier. When I first filed for divorce and started going through the process, I started journaling like instantly. I started fasting the very first day I filed for divorce. Like, I mean, it was November of last year. I fasted through Thanksgiving. No, after Thanksgiving, um, through Christmas, New Year's, whatever. So I was really dealing with my stuff. I wasn't out partying, drinking, turning up. I was literally like, okay, what am I about to do? How, how am I going to make this work for me and my kids and everything? And I figured it out. Like, I mean, life is, is great for us. Um, especially on my end, you know, I get a break when my kids leave, when they come back, it's time to, you know, go full <laughs> forth and, you know, we just do what to do. I got to tell all you, when y'all, but we were talking about having drinks, baby. was like, my kids are gone. She's going to have her. So Hennessy and Coke. Yeah. We turned around and that Hennessy and Coke was gone in one point. I mean, it <laughs> is absolutely gone. <laughs> You're like, man, it was gone in two points. All right, before I let you go, beautiful, you got a fan right here. And thank you so much for sharing. But just, you've given it in this interview. But if you had to give our soulmates, especially because our soulmates is a lot of single females, a lot of black single females with kids, raising kids by themselves like you besides journaling can you just give all of our soulmates and our tji fans that look up to you now because they are in a similar situation a bit of advice of how to hold on absolutely um number one i say just don't have any expectations for anything outside of what you're providing and you set the mm -hmm. tone for your life and your kid's life um you know, it's it's really unfortunate sometimes that we can't get the support that we think we need in a moment. But, you know, God put us here for a reason. And I just feel like just, you know, just make it happen. Whatever it is, it's on you. You don't have anybody to blame at this point. You just got to go into full fledged survival mode and do whatever you got to do to, you know, make your space peaceful and happy and take care of your kids. Bambi, what else can the fans expect from you next? Um, you know, I'm really trying to tap into some different sorts of platforms. I feel like I've kind of outgrown the typical consumer of reality TV, which I still love like my supporters from there, but I'm really trying to be in a different space where I can truly inspire people like on a different level and not just everything be so drama based. I just want to say before we let you go to piggyback off what my two co-hosts have said, you definitely don't get this sense of you when we see little sound bites on a reality show. I know we work together on the reunion and that's a highly charged, instigated setting where, you know, it's meant to bring out drama, right? And people don't get to see the beautiful side of, of people on these shows. So I encourage anyone that's just tuning in right now to the show to go back and watch this entire interview and listen yeah. to her from her mouth and not from what a blog chooses to put in a headline and a quick sound bit. People's attention span so short. And I, I love this for you. I love this for you. I think you come off beautiful. You come off smart. You come off, uh, you have depth. And a lot of times we, we don't, we're not going to get that. We're in an environment where it's designed to get the worst out of everybody. And we all know that it's a check. We do it, but I, I love, I, I really do adore your personality. And I, I think mm -hmm. you're a, I think you're a great person and, and, and thank you for doing this interview with us. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, of course. Thank you guys so much. I enjoyed this. So, tell us, you know, tell I'll be watching how they can get, Bambi, tell the people how they can get the book before you get out of here. Yes. So um, you can get the book and the journal on Amazon. And um, the book is called Mommy, I Want to Go Home. The journal is called Do Right By Me. And everything is linked in my Instagram bio <laughs> okay once again mommy i want to go home go ahead and get that wherever your, your books are sold uh and also catch bambi on the 11th season of love and hip-hop atlanta on vh1 every tuesday night and uh at eight seven central thank you so much bambi you have a great one thank you guys y'all have a good night good night bambi. we got some wild news coming out of florida and later 
Dwight Howard's ex, Royce Reed, has Ooh, some peasants. That's going to be juicy. Someone is trying to keep her from talking. Keep her from talking. <laughs> All right, welcome back to TGIF. Whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. And that's why we're giving you the 411 in What the Florida. All right, in everyday Florida news, almost $1 million of cocaine was found on a Florida beach. Authorities say the 60s of cocaine. <laughs> was discovered by someone who was walking on the beach and they just rolled up on some bricks. Can you imagine? And what would y'all do if you seen this? Funky, what do you have to say about this? And do you know the person that found the, the bag? Hmm? Resident expert. I am so ready to tell you to go on to the next thing, Claudia. I know you are. This is perfect for you, though. Well, here's the first thing. If I found it, the first right. thing I if I found that box, I would cut it open and smell it just to see. <laughs> okay. I would just smell it. Okay. Just to make sure. a, let me tell you something now. There's a difference between doing it, using it, and smelling it. I would just smell it to see what it is. Okay. Well, of course. And then outside of that, I'm damn sure not taking it to the damn police. And if I am, I ain't taking all of it. All right. Now I might not know no high level Nino Brown you know, type of people, but I'm sure some of these street people I know around here, hell, I can get, get $500 for a brick or something. I mean, I'm not giving it to the police. Can we not admit that we'd be an accessory to a crime right before our first <laughs> Can we, like, wait till, like, after we get a couple of them under our belt? Right, but you know what's so funny about this, Claudia, is that the Coast Guard has found so far this year 14,000 pounds of cocaine on the beaches or in the water. That's about $200 million worth of cocaine. Like, where is this coming from? And even if we just got, if we got on the rescue team, if we had rescue market, <laughs> you know, we could make tons of money. We could retire. We could buy a home in a foreign, on a foreign island or something. You, but, you may not believe me when I say this, but... The, the bust and the shortage of the cocaine in the streets is a large part of the reason, too, why people are adding fentanyl to the existing whatever, 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 That's because, because the, the streets is getting a little dry. So if y'all want people to stop dying from fentanyl, y'all need to release the coke or let it wash up ashore or <laughs> leave them people alone. OK, the same the same way y'all give out needles to heroin addicts so they can not uh, past HIV and hepatitis and stuff. If y'all want these fentanyl deaths to go down, y'all need to let these people snort their cocaine in peace. You know what? Lately, I've been watching a lot of these. Um, uh, Netflix has a series about drugs and you know and all that, and mm -hmm. the amount, the the tons that get confiscated. I was like, they show them burning some of it, and just like I, I know that is messing with the market. I mean, they do care, seem to care a lot more about fentanyl deaths then crack that and we know why right so uh, you're right that might be the solution release the crack release the coke all right a cold case in florida had a breakthrough this week 52 year old david rainey was first reported missing by his wife candy cindy rainey in 2021 while on a family. <laughs> yeah. another one that looks like gary Busey. all right david's body was discovered the same night and his death was ruled a homicide. Well, two years later, his wife and son. They did it. <laughs> Jack and Bailey were arrested in connection with his murder. Uh, they've been charged with tampering with evidence. Funky, well, you already told us your take on the story, but. Uh, they, they they did it. Remember that um, episode we did last week when we was talking about the people at the alligator and the beer fest and the meth and the hillbillies? Uh, you know, this is one of the moments when I have to say I'm not from Florida. I'm from Miami. That's Florida. All right. And they did it. Every single word, they did it. <laughs> Al, do you think they're guilty? I mean, well, you know, what's interesting is in this story, let me tell you why it's so wild. These three collectively killed their husband and their father all at one time. 
How, like when your sons are teaming up with you to kill your dad and your husband, that just blows my mind. That takes your relationship with this man to a whole different space. But what's so interesting about it is they did a GoFundMe for the kids to kind of help them because allegedly they didn't. There was not going to be a lot of money for them, and and the sympathy from the outcry from the community is just like we don't trust you guys, and it only raised four hundred and seventy-five dollars. It's the look, the, the look. I mean, baby, you got to have that sympathy look, honey. And she looked like she, she did it. She did it. <laughs> All right, Florida, you never cease to amaze us. So let us down. Keep it locked because coming up next, Royce Reed is spilling the tea on Shaq. And later, find out why Erica Mena wants to leave the country. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, let's get into this. Dwight Howard's ex, well, girlfriend, Royce Reed, sat down with Carlos King on Carlos King's reality with the King podcast and claimed that Shaq flirted with her while he was married to Shawnee. Take a look. Prior to the show even starting, I had sent her a thread of where her ex-husband, you know, had been texting me and nothing ever happened. He actually cursed me out because I wouldn't talk to him, but I wanted everything to be out in the open. I wanted her to see everything. So if anything ever happened or said, she knew it wasn't true. So while, while Shawnee was married to Shaq, Shaq was texting you flirty messages. Yes, but this was when I was dancing. So, As a cheerleader. Yeah. Okay. Well, after the clip was shared on social media, Shaq responded saying, uh, somebody's money. What do you think about Royce's claims about Shawnee and Shaq? Do you believe it's true? Do you think it happened? Al, you have your ear to the street. <laughs> a lot of reality star. I was in Miami at the time. I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not talking about nobody. But Shaq, Shaq, Shaq was the man. Shaq, Shaq had women. <laughs> it just seemed to me, you know, he's Muslim. He had a lot of women. Shaq was a beast. I'm sorry. So I, I don't know personally about this with her, but if any indicator of, of how he moved, Shaq was the man. He was a beast in them days, baby. So I believe it. And, you know, Royce, Royce was very beautiful. She had a great body. She was a dancer. She was small and tiny and cute. Um, that's why a lot of the basketball players like, and like you guys taught me the other night, we see these guys are groupies. So if one with one player, professional player is messing with a girl, another professional player wants to get in on it, too. So in my experience, I would say that Royce doesn't have a reason to lie. Uh, Funky, what do you think about this? Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to go to the comments real quick. And Jalen Wilson said that wasn't even the real T. The real T is it's the shady stuff that Shawnee was doing. And, you know, to her point, I just want to point it out there. What Jalen is probably referring to is the fact that, you know, uh, uh, Roy's woman to woman just trying to give her the heads up so she don't get embarrassed on this television show gave Shawnee the information who allegedly and then gave Evelyn the information and was, you know, Evelyn doing Shawnee's dirty work, trying to bring it out on the show and, you know, in such a way that that, that wouldn't make Royce look super favorable. Um, as far as somebody needing money, Carlos King don't pay for those interviews. I mean, it's, it's these people gain status and, and, and a renewal of fame when they go on this thing. Um, and Shaq, you probably would have done better just not responding because I'm pretty sure Royce probably has the screenshots. Right, with all them phones she killed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then what are you going to do when she puts the screenshots out? Yeah. I'm going to say this about Royce. Um, I think this interview did her a solid as far as like perception of her. I think, uh, you know, when I, I didn't really watch Basketball Wise when it came out. But I used to always catch in blogs or little reports. It's just shade. Like, it, they made her seem like such a rotten person just from the little bits that I did hear. And I used to, I didn't know why. Now we know because Dwight Howard's fans was coming for her for her trying to insinuate some things about him that we're now seeing some stuff come out, come to fruition. And I think, right, as a woman, I had a situation like this with a friend recently that I lost as a friend because she did not have the same kind of girl code that, that, um, that Royce is having here. 
the fact that she went to Shawnee straight up and said, hey, before you find out elsewhere, I'm going to let you know that there was some texting. They didn't mess around. She didn't have to. And some girls would be like, well, I don't need to say nothing unless we smash and we did not. So what's the big deal? The fact that she even gave her that just so she can have the heads up. I think that's super admirable. I think that's super noble of her. And I wish more people would do that because oh, the women over here fighting with each other. When a man's sitting back laughing, knowing he's playing everybody. And I think that's dope. And I think she should be commended for that. So I'm going to just be positive about that with Royce. And Royce, good job with that. Because a lot of women, a lot of people don't really have that integrity, especially the, the half of that just did that to me. All right. Now, also, Royce alleged that a certain man with a lot of money may have put a hit on her. Let's take a look. I was so scared for so long. That's also why he's so scared of me talking now, because I feel like there's like almost even a hit out on me because I am talking now. Ooh, what do you think about, who do you think she's talking about? And do you believe this funky? Let's go to you. I mean, it's, you know, she's talking about her former baby dad, daddy, That that that's obvious. And Al can probably help me out with this. The fact that she is talking right now, that suggests to me that maybe her gag order might be up. I don't know if those things have expiration dates on them. But as far as a hit is concerned, I mean, I don't think she has anything to worry about anymore because as far as an alleged straight man goes, the worst piece of tea that could ever be spilled about Dwight Howard has already been spilled. If you about to just come through and say he's a deadbeat, don't pay child support, gave me herpes, none of that is as bad as the man getting caught with Miss Kitty, who was a transsexual <laughs> woman, and this other dude, and having to put in court records that you was. That's Royce, right. I'm pretty sure any information that you sitting on is not that deep. You say, sus. Unless you got some other tea that we don't know that's even worse. But didn't she, she made these allegations before. That's why the gag order was put on that he had, you know, same sex activities. I worked with Royce on Basketball Wives uh, Miami. And Claudia, I think you hit it. This, this interview did give her a solid. We learned more about Royce. We've been wanting to hear more from Royce, but it's her verbiage, it's, it's things that she say like a hit out on me is the reason why we still look side eye at her. Maybe a hit was the wrong thing to say because it did he really put a hit out on you, Royce? Or did he just make you extremely scared to talk? And he and he used his power and his influence to create that fear in you. Because if you think about it, the last thing that man can ever be associated with is a hitman trying to kill or hurt you, the, the mother of his child. So I didn't like that word. Maybe she should have used a different phrase as far as the fear of God in her or something like that, but not a hit. We got to go to break club, but we got to read this comment. Sorry, production. Imagine trying to embarrass somebody for a decade and you get caught with Miss Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. That's what you get. Um, I'm going to say this. I don't know how much I can say, but as someone that's seen and heard a lot of little things in the business, uh -huh. don't be surprised when some of your faves do have hits or do do things like this against people that they are mad at and because they're so obviously someone that they should not do it sometimes those be the very ones that do it you'd be like nah why would they do that that why would they jeopardize their life so that's all i'm saying coming up find out why erica mena says she's leaving the country she's out of here she's done with us <laughs> she can't work <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I'm looking at some of the comments. Mimi said, Claudia better stop before she gets Dwight Howarded. And people said, write the book. Listen, I, it will be, it will not be on here begging for likes. It will be for that 1999 <laughs> hard copy. Okay? I ain't about to be out here looking over my shoulder. Somebody's watching me uh, for you all to just give me a like. I need your money. All right. So in case you missed our big announcement early in the show, mark your calendars because Next Monday, November 13th, TGIF will be filming in studio in Houston, Texas. And to add to the excitement, we are going to play an in-studio game of the hot seat. So if you're a soulmate and you're uh, based in Houston, Texas, please send us your name, photo, and what makes you a super fan to TGIF at foxhole.tv. Now spell out the T, okay? T-E-A. 
GIF at foxhole.tv. And Houston Soulmates, don't forget, we'll be hosting our first meet and greet live in Houston on Monday. A lot of people have been asking in our comments, so get it here. Uh, that's Monday, November 13th at Prospect Park Restaurant at 7 p.m. So pull up and grab a drink and a photo with your favorite host. We will be in the building. We're looking forward to it. All right, so Erica Meadows says she plans to move her children out of the country. She tweeted. <laughs> huh? That's because that whole getting evicted. She tweeted, moving out of the U.S. is absolutely the plan for my kids and I. I promise this, and you know I always keep my promises. In another tweet, she wrote, using our money to kill babies and children, this country cannot provide free health care, but the country uh, they are funding to kill babies can. Disgusting. All right, can you blame? Listen, a lot of people are frustrated with our country right now. Can you blame Erica Mena for wanting to leave the U.S.? Who wants to go first? I don't blame her for wanting to leave, but unfortunately, Erica, it is very hard to take you serious in any social political commentary space because of the violation that you made. If you are so conscious in the social sociopolitical space, then you would have been conscious enough to not make that black monkey comment either. So, yeah, miss me with the advocacy, mama. We don't want it from you. Mm, I totally agree. And I said this the other day, Erica Memon needs to take a break from social media. And I mean, it. just stop it. I beg of you, if you want to go good riddance, there's so many layers to this. One, you're talking about you're going through custody issues. You're going to child support issues. Why are you talking about you're going to move your kids to a different country? Is that allowed? Is that allowed? Like you're just opening yourself up. And then for you to step into the, the political talk space, there's just no credibility there and and the reach on that doesn't make sense to me either I, and I don't I have to say this just in general guys I love the United States and I'm not going to let what's going on it right now run me out of it I'd rather stay and fight because I don't think there's any better place than America to me well Aruba's pretty close <laughs> I wish when you go, we can go to Aruba, Claudia. I'm down. <laughs> oh, Claudia, you got a point right there. We can have a little TJF or whatever show uh, studio mm -hmm. out there in Aruba, and we can like live our best lives out mm -hmm. there. We get yelled at, uh, you know. I don't know. Erica Mena, good luck with that. Um, I think she's just being emotional. I don't think she means any of that because she can't she can't leave for obvious reasons, the custody, the kids, and all that. All right, I want to thank Bambi for stopping by. Uh, uh -oh. and thank you to Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing their thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Also, stay tuned, stick around for Foxhole Face Off, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Uh oh, wait, and Melville 437 said, Will there be crab legs since Joyce gonna be there at the meet and greet? You know, she is, she the budget up. Joyce will be at the meet and greet, and if they have crab legs, we'll try to get a platter or two. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all.